0: Good morning. Today is Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopia News. And here's what's happening in the news today. If you were live streaming the inauguration for the new Boston City Council yesterday, like I was, you may have been confused at the sounds of sirens and whistles going on throughout Michelle Wu's remarks. And those were not just general city noises. But instead, the combination of two different groups protesting Michelle Wu's vaccine mandate, the first being Boston First Responders United, the group of anti-vax first responders that are protesting the mandate, which is to come into effect, I believe, the 15th of this month, and the white supremacist fascist group, Super Happy Fun America. And I'm sure that there are some members of the Boston Police Force that are also members of that group. They had the normal anti-vax rhetoric. They also was referring to Michelle Wu as a communist. And of course, as I stated yesterday, the reason I can tell you that Michelle Wu is not a communist is because if she was, then I would be working for her administration. More than 155 Boston schools staff and teachers have tested positive either this weekend or yesterday. And officials are telling parents to start bracing for cancellations of schools. Quoting from BPS Superintendent Brenda Casilius, We are trying to protect in-person learning for our students. We know this is where they get their meals, this is where they get their education and care, and often many of our students with special needs, they get the services they need so they don't regress. As I noted yesterday, there were multiple school districts across the state that canceled classes, that had a delayed start, which pushed their opening back a day or two. However, ultimately, this falls on horrific planning at every level, though most of the blame must fall on the state because they forbid school districts from having an all-virtual option. We should have known a winter surge was coming. We did know a winter surge was coming. Should have planned to have maybe a month or two during this period to go back to virtual. And ultimately now, it's going to just be thrust upon us without any pre-planning. And add on top of this, the KN95 masks that were distributed by the Department of Education appeared to be the cheap kind that the CDC found are only 45% effective. However, Charlie Baker counters that, saying that MIT tested these masks and found them to be 85% effective. Again, a lot of confusion and a lot of fear for something which was very predictable. And while COVID-19 has changed all of our lives in multiple different ways, one thing which has remained unchanged is the pace of development in the greater Boston area, particularly around lab space. There are currently 10 million square feet worth of these sort of conversions taking regular office buildings and then refitting them to be available for lab space and probably even more just for new development. This coming in an article by Tim Logan from The Globe, which details a $1 billion deal in Davis, which closed the sale of three office buildings to be converted, again, to the biotech industry. Massive deals like this are going on in Medford, Cambridge, Waltham, Dorchester Bay City. is expected to have millions of square feet of lab space. And of course, this all has to do with property value. As an office space, that might be listed to be worth $90 million. If that is converted to lab space, that goes up to $175 million. Not to mention, we don't know the future of office space, given the virtual nature of the new world. But ultimately, we are prioritizing the development, which will make the investors the most amount of money, and not the type of development which actually the people in these areas need. And in some great news again, the nurses that have been protesting at the St. Vincent Hospital for better patient conditions for over 300 days now have achieved their goal and voted in favor yesterday of a new contract. The nurses voted 487 to 9 in favor of ratification. And again, they have been on strike since March 8th over issues around staffing ratios and patient care. Their new contract includes... Staffing additions to achieve the 4 to 1 patient to nurse ratio that they sought. Resource nurses on nearly every unit. A metal detector in the emergency department and police details to improve nurse safety. Also better health care benefits for part-time workers and more. So this is, again, a historic victory. Not just for nurses, but for workers everywhere. But what can be accomplished through strikes. Now this did get a lot of statewide, national-wide attention where I know a lot of other labor actions are not so fortunate. However, to be on strike for this duration was a Herculean feat. And congratulations to all of the nurses, everyone who supported them, and their union, the Massachusetts Nurses Association. Cheers and well done. And that's going to do it for today. In some quick national news, the child tax credit expired in what is another horrific in action by the Democratic Party at the federal level, but you can get that news anywhere. So I hope you are all readjusting to the new year, going back to the work schedule, all that fun stuff. It feels weird for me, but we will all make it through together. And so with that, you know what to do to support the show. Take care, and have a great rest of your day.